Oh fuck boys, what a week in fantasy football. How's that team that smashed my Pete's team the team called hurts your deep balls. This week on the podcast we hear from Finbar, about the trade that Doug put to him. Also, we talked about Jeff's trade, the three-way that he suggested oh I really like the sound of that. everyone, welcome to episode three. Three in a row. I'm pumping them out this year, boys. I'm excited. I'm pumped, even though I'm two and zip. Oh, what are you? How's Siri there at the start, eh? She loves my team. Well, she's back loving me, even though I'm losing. Uh, but she loved the... She loved the team that beat me this week. Cup hurts your deep balls. Oh, she loved it. And uh, she really likes the three-way that Jeff suggested. So with this episode, I've got a... Great effort by Finbar. He's sending an audio about what he thinks of the trade that Doug's put to him. And I've worked out that trade. I've, I've gone through it and I've worked it out. And I'll share that with you after after Finbar's, anal- Finbar, Finbar's analysis and, and talk, th- talk you through some numbers. Uh, but also, Jeff, this week sent through a big three-way trade. Now, I don't really want to say what it is just yet because I don't know if Jeff wants that out there because it gives you an insight as to what other people want. And I don't know if he wants that out there or not, but he, I'm sure he'll post it in the, in the, uh, you know, the group chat. Um, but it was a big three-way. I had to get my head around. It was like six players each, me, Jeff, and Gio. So they're the three, three guys. <laughs> so I reckon I put out about five or six trades this week. And then uh, after about half a day or a day, I pulled them all thinking, nah, I'm, I'm just going to hang on for another week and just see – if my guys perform, I'm going to give it one more week. Oh, it's so hard being zipping to you, everyone. All right, so I'll now play Finbar's audio for you, and his analysis of that trade, and then I'll talk a little bit about last week's matchups and and the big ones coming up this week, guys. And uh, you know, get be active. We, I know we haven't started trading yet, but I reckon the trades are coming out in week four, up leading up to week four. It's going to happen, boys. What a great round it was there on the weekend, hey? Tua, fuck, he went off him and. Uh, Oh, Torrick Hill and Waddle, the old Waddle, and, and uh, the other little guy from Arizona, wasn't it? Kyler Murray went nuts. They should have lost. They should have lost. But with two, with a two-point play, he's almost ran back to halfway down the field and then back again and has got a two-pointer and they won in overtime. So, so exciting. Such exciting footy. And a lot of the big names, the big, the big wide receivers and running backs are going really well. And then some of the other big names have flopped. Busted. Anyway, over to Finbar and his analysis of the trade put by Doug to him. Okay, Pete. So you asked me to send this over, so um, I thought I'd take a little bit of time and just do it now. Uh, so the the trade that Dougie offered, um, he offered me Aaron Jones and CeeDee Lamb for Jonathan Taylor and DJ Chark. So... When I look at it now, um, I might have looked at it a different way, but what I kind of looked at at the time was uh, Jonathan Taylor. He had 31 attempts um, in that first game against Houston, and the offense ran through him, and they only got good in the fourth quarter in overtime, really, so it felt like there was just so much more to give there. Um, and to be honest, some of my worries coming into the season was the offensive line, and it seemed like they did an okay job in actually opening up some holes for him, which I was relatively surprised about. So what I thought could be a fall-off actually looked like it was going to continue on from last year. D. 
TJ Chark is on a team that um, is a terrible defense, um, likely always going to be in shootoffs, um, in 81% snap percentage. He got targeted in the end zone. Um, and it just looked like he could be that number two beside Amon Ross and Brian. And it looked like he could carve out a, a decent piece of what I thought was going to be a, a high-fired offense. Well, to the other side, um, Aaron Jones initially, um, I kind of, um, I thought off the back of the end of last season coming into this season, it looked like there's going to be a 50-50 split with AJ Dillon. And that first gave me five rushing attempts and five targets. The offense looked in disarray, and I thought if anything, this could be the the sign of a, a tombstone being erected for him. Um, and then on CD, I own CD in a couple of other leagues. Like so, I was particularly interested in how he did last week, um, and a lot of Dak um, paired with him as well. And he looked pretty poor, man. Like he had some, he had some real bad drops. Um, and then when Dak went down, it just looked like CD had the potential to fall off, uh, fall off a bit of a cliff. Um, no, um, as. Doggy rightly pointed out, had I made that trade, I um, I would have I walked my game this week, um, but I didn't. Fair play, Crazy. Um So so yeah, um, I didn't do the trade at the time. Um, retrospect, like what I was kind of initially looking for when I put Jonathan Taylor on the market was a slight downgrade in running back um, with a bigger uptake in wide receiver. That's really what I was looking for. And frankly, like if um, I'd gone back to, to what I'd been offered and stuff like that and looked on the back this week, that looks like would have been a fairly good trade and knocking on what I was looking for. But uh, clearly, clearly I didn't take it. Um, I saw uh, I saw my mate Dougie score the, the highest points this week. So Way to go, pal. Um, and I'll send you on um, another voice message soon. Having a look through my team and, and just saying what I think about the year. Rightio, pretty good analysis from Finbar. Oh, I love his Irish accent. Love your accent, Finbar. I love having you in the comp. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think what he was saying, he wanted a slight downgrade on the running back when he, this is when he put uh, Jonathan Taylor on the block. And um, a slight downgrade there and then an, an uptake in his wide receiver. Now, Looking on the on face value or on uh, you know the eye, just to the eye, um, about the, uh, the the trade Taylor and when I look at Ch- Taylor and Shark on paper, so the eye test versus Aaron Jones and Lamb. My summary, just to me, would be: <sighs> I'm assuming Taylor's going to get back to where close to where he was, and Shark is showing some upside. That that's what I'd be thinking. Shark was like second there to Saint. Amon St. Brown and uh, and not too bad in the deep threat and uh, you know pretty good option I think so he uh, to me you'd have to give it a little bit downgrade except the downgrade with Taylor but but a bit better than Chark you know now what was offered Aaron Jones yeah his best is up there with Taylor if not better and his worst can be pretty average overall I'd say yeah slight downgrade now, CeeDee Lamb, on paper, start of the year, definitely an upgrade. Definitely an upgrade wide receiver, definitely an upgrade on chart. Brilliant on paper. Great. I love that trade. And at this stage, 
Dougie probably is seeing for the year, that could be a fantastic trade. If Lamb you know, achieves, even with um, Prescott injured, when he comes back, that one. So over the year, that one could really prove to be a good trade and slightly good for Jeff. But my gut feeling would be I'd hate to give away Taylor. I gave him away last year. I'd hate to give him away and see him go off and then Chark uh, go off and then, you know, and then perhaps Jones get injured or Lamb uh, flop, uh, which he could do given what's happening over with the Cowboys at the moment. So erring on the side of caution with only week two. I can understand Jeff not taking that one, but I reckon that's a fantastic trade that Doug's put together and offered. Um, ballsy and, and really good early in the season. Love it. Now, on paper, Taylor... Well, looking up some rankings, is ranked number one for the year. This is where I got this from, from Fantasy Pros. One for the year and Chark 61. On the other side, Aaron Jones ranked eight. So eight versus one. So there's your downgrade. And Lamb 22 versus Chark 61. Chark 61. So Lamb is a massive upgrade on paper, on the stats going by that. So fair enough, Jug. Fair enough with that trade. Now, points-wise, projected for the rest of the year, Fantasy Pros are saying Taylor 300. And Chark, 127.5, I think. So for 429.5 total points for the rest of the year. On the other side, Doug's, Doug, what Doug's giving, Jones, predicted points for the rest of the year, projected 234, Lamb, 190.5. Now that totals 424.5. So it's only five points difference to the Taylor-Chark side. So that almost backs Finbar keeping them. Almost backs him keeping them. But not nothing in it, nothing in it, and it comes down. And what I love about fantasy football, it comes down to who you like, how you look at the player, what you think, what you've heard in podcasts and everything else, and how that then in, uh, influences your decisions. So really good one, guys. I love that analysis by Finbar. Thanks so much, mate, for sending that through, and and a good one to look at. And another note: a three-way, a three-way was sent this week by Jeff, uh, which was. Uh, I love getting trades from guys, and especially Jeff. He's really different in the way he thinks sometimes with the trades, which was really good. And to see Gio involved and Gio chatting in the group and, and communicating with us, and, and we're all sort of looking at it. Uh, I thought, in my, from my side, it was I was giving up way too much. Gio was solid, and Jeff did pretty well out of it. So that's my reasons for not taking it. I didn't put back a counter because I just thought I was way too far under. Uh, but we probably all think that, don't we, when it comes to trade? But a, Big three-way trade, and uh, and I love that that's coming through from Jeff early in the year. I'm, I'm sure we got a lot more trading coming, guys. A lot more trading coming. Rightio, now I'm going to flick into just a pretty quick podcast this week. Just going to flick into Sleeper and have a look how we went last week, guys. So week two, the Stallions in the stud, 140. Got smashed by... Cup hurts your balls, your deep balls, Doug. Dougie smashed me. Now, look, I'm going to say injuries cost me. Yep, they cost me. But I still was happy getting 140 points. But fuck, Doug's got a good team. The next one, Finbar got absolutely just beaten by, by the Kraus man who's got a really good team. He beat me the week before. Really solid team and another consistent performance by Kraus. He's looking good. So him and Doug are both looking good. Then we've got Duncan. He's my, he's the cream at the moment, him and Gio. But he's, uh, he's won 177 to poor old Jeff. 113. He's down the rear with Jacko at the moment. And that's not a great score, 113, Jeff. So I can see why you're looking to trade. Old Magic. Got it on Jack. Jacko's not happy with his team, I don't reckon. He's he's he needs a gun wide receiver. He's got good, really good wide receivers that have Bateman had that long touchdown. That was magnificent. Who could really perform, but it may it may run out of time for Jack. So 
He hasn't scored too well there, 121. So him and Jeff are bringing up the rear. And Magic's another good team, a real solid team. And here we go, Geo, 148. So the same as um, Magic, but I just like his team. And he's annihilated Scotty to 79. He's doubled him almost. And I hate to say it, Scotty, uh, you know, I beat you by 100 points, 197 to 80 or 90 in the in your league. But we don't want to mention that. But it's, it's all luck. <laughs> Because we know you're a reigning champ, mate. So you you got the challenge, though, haven't you, to back it up this year? I couldn't do it last year. And uh, uh, if anyone can do it, you could. You put you, you sent me some trades as well this week, and it's been brilliant. I, we, we almost got there, didn't we? But I've just thought I'd hang on another week with a couple of my players. Rightio, boys. The matchups this week. The Stallions in the stud, my team. Projected 145. Against Finbar. So the guy we were just talking about, I was actually sent him a trade this week as well. And uh, I thought that's a bit ambitious because he's not really going to look at uh, trading when he's playing me this week. But I, look, I need Harris to do something. I don't know whether he's how injured he is. Uh, the offensive line shit at this stage, but they can they come good? Is it just a couple of hard games early? Is he just taking a while to warm up? So I need him to get going. And I need Taylor to have another half quiet one. And Henderson, I need him to you know, be given most of the carries. Um, that's iffy this stage. I may not play Henderson. I'm not sure. Then you've got Diggs, who was, went off last week, didn't he? Three touchdowns. That Unbelievable. The Ravens are fucking killing it at the moment. So, not the Ravens. What am I saying? The Ravens. Buffalo. The Ravens are as well, but Buffalo are killing it with, with, with my guy, the Stallion, killing it too. I'm going to put Pippen back in against Smith-Schusters. Hopefully he does all right. Waller against Everett. Who knows? Patterson has got to show more than he showed last week. Drake London's been great, hasn't he? He's an up-and-coming star, I reckon. Up-and-coming star. So that one's a pretty even pretty even dig there, I reckon. I'm not, not convinced that I can do it. Um, should be very even. Um, and it depends on injuries and these types of things. Then we got oh the big matchup, Dougie versus Krause. Now, you know, they probably haven't selected the teams yet, but you've got Hertz versus Burrow, Chubb versus Williams, Jones and Fournette, Cup and Chase. That could be pretty even. That could be pretty even. Moore and Waddle. Waddle, will he go off two weeks in a row? I don't think so. Irv Smith, big in from oh, big in from Doug. Irv Smith, he's a Vikings man. So he's putting some faith in this. Smith. He looked good last week. He looked good. He caught a long throw. Um, Pittsburgh, Deontay's been consistent. Now, Met, Metcalf's a problem. I almost took him off you this week, didn't I, Krause? <laughs> I'm not that confident in him, but he's due. To, he's due. Uh, wow, this is a close one then. Pick of the week last week, Krause. Curtis Samuel, well done, mate. Well done off the waivers. He's done good for you, and I've heard a lot about him in the podcast that he's going to be good. Oh, Yuka, I reckon with uh, Garoppolo back could be good as well. So close one. I reckon it's going to be a close one. I'm, I think I'm leaning Dougie on this one. I think I'm leaning Dougie. The, the big guns there she got. He needs Smith, the tight end, to do something, and I Yuka to go off for him to win it. But uh, I think Dougie could be in there. But it's going to be a close one. Between the two, the two mates, great, great match this week. Then we've got Duncan against Scotty. Scotty, you're going to need some luck. You're going to need some luck because you're playing probably the best team, best team. You, it, Brady's he's winning, but Jackson's killing it. McCaffrey's building very nicely. Uh, Barkley against Clyde and Hilliard. That could be even Barkley's still up and down. But then you got Jefferson against Devontae Adams. I love that matchup. Love it. That could be the key. Jefferson has, another, Jefferson has another quiet one, and Adams goes off because he was quiet last week. Debo's a match winner against Christian Kirk, who's been really good, paying him the big bucks. They're paying him the big bucks, and it's paid off. They're going to him. So that's a good one as well. And your team's still okay. And I like that you've put the torch, the human torch. I like you put him in there, Scotty. It's a brave move, that one. 
but that could come off as well. Overall, I still think the guns, especially at quarterback position, and McCaffrey, Barkley, Jefferson are going to do it for Duncan easily this week. But I think I wouldn't be surprised if Scotty scores reasonably well. Magic against Geo, another good one. One and one G- uh, Magic and two Zip Geo. But Mahomes against Herbert. Mahomes, Henry, I thought he looked slow last week. I, I, I think he might be carrying an injury or not over that foot. He looks slow to me. James Robinson's a good. Hunt could have a quiet one if Chubb goes off. That that mix, that split backfield there can hurt you sometimes, I reckon. Can hurt you, those two, Hunt and Chubb. So that might hurt Gio a little bit there. But he's got enough guns there. He's got Tyreek Hill. He'll probably go off. Sutton will be good without Judy. Kelsey's a gun. Kyle Pitts, don't know, Magic. I, I'm, it's just been too long. He's, he hasn't broken out. But you've got St. Brown. So that could, could tip it your way a little bit. Cooks versus Devontae Smith, pretty even. Gabe Davis, if he's fit, against... AJ, no, AJ's looking good, mate, in that offense. Philadelphia look good in offense and defense. Um, I reckon that's going to be the swinger for me. So there's some big guns in Geo's team. So in a, in a, again, in a reasonably tight one, I think Geo will do that. And last of all, we got Jack. Jacko bring up the rear against Jeff. It's another great matchup. The, pretty much the two bottom teams at the moment, guys. Zipping two, so someone's going to get a win. So Pete could go to the bottom this week if he, <laughs> if he loses quite easily. Um, so Kyler Murray's good against Carr. I think that's pretty even. Eckler and Cook. Cook's been quiet as well. He's due. Against Detroit, I reckon he, he could come good. Uh, Eckler, good as well. Swifty against Montgomery. Yep, Jack's way. McLaurin, Duvernay. Could be even if they start going to McLaurin a bit more. He's got Judy. I don't know if he'll come back with his shoulder, Jacks. I don't know if he'll play. It's Murray Cooper. Can he go off again? Tanya, so even this one. Lockett against Marquise Brown. I'm going to go Marquise Brown. I can't think Lockett can do that two weeks in a row. Uh, Josh Jacobs against, Jacobs against Bateman. Bateman there for me, especially with the quarterback playing so well. Jack, I reckon in a real close one. In a real close one. All right, boys. That's uh, pretty much wraps it up for this week. Just a quick podcast for you this week. Only 20 minutes or so. And the big game tomorrow, Steelers versus the Browns. I'm going to have to pick Harris this week, guys. And my week's hinging on it. My week is hinging on it this week <laughs> for the Steelers. It'll tell me pretty much how I'm going to feel. I need some luck. I need some luck and I need a win drastically. Um, otherwise, trading's open again, isn't it? All right, boys, keep in touch. If you're up early in the morning, get the comments out there. You know, let's let's build each other. I fell asleep a couple of times last night. I'm still recovering, though, by the way, up at two. Um, but get the chit-chat going, even during the week. Get it going, boys, and I hope you have a great week and your team wins and you have a bit of luck and everyone, uh, all your favourites go off. All right, boys, have a great weekend and enjoy that footy and uh, talk to you next week.